What's up, pro wrestling fans? Welcome to this week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the place where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury with me at the table, Adam Tollefson. Sup? You guys see this yet? I want it in Canada. You want some beers? I got nothing. <laughs> what is that? Orange Cassidy showing oh. off his new Atlantic title to his best friends and yeah. sharing some beers. Was that on Rampage? Yes. Must have been. I. Rampage is one of those shows that I watched while I was doing other things uh, this week. In fact, I had to go back and like look at the rundown and be like, what happened? And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. see that. Oh, and I have to do that all the time. One of those situations. Uh, happy Halloween to everybody out there. We got Halloween coming up. Um, did you catch Halloween Havoc? Nope. Oh, I, I had it. I had my days mixed up like our truth. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, today, Adam, is Wednesday, and it's when we record episode number 135. It is October 26th, 2022, and on this day in pro wrestling history. 1982, Chief J and Jules Strongbow defeat Mr. Fuji and Mr. Saito for the WWF World Tag Team titles in Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen a Jules Strongbow match. I have not. You know, I've barely seen a J Strongbow match, to be honest with you. I've never heard of Jules Strongbow. No? No. Comes up in these... Uh, Fairly frequently, I don't know if I always clip them, but I, I in the in the rundown, there's a lot of Chief J and Jules Strongbow. And are they shoot related? Not probably not. <laughs> Fucking doubt it, dude. <laughs> I bet the one's whole Italian. Strongbow family yeah, can so, trace them all back to yeah, yeah to the, <laughs> to to the, the Chief Blackhawk right here at the Rock River. That's right. 1982, same day. Harley Race defeats Giant Baba for the PWF heavyweight title in Obihiro, Japan, ending Baba's second reign with that title. 1987, two title changes take place on an AWA card in Memphis, Tennessee. Mr. Lawler, Jerry Lawler and Bill Dundee win their second AWA World Tag Team titles, defeating Hector Guerrero and Dr. Death David Schultz. Uh, the Midnight Rockers, Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels defeated the RPMs, not familiar with them, hmm. uh, for the AWA Southern Tag Team titles. Ah. Question, Hector Guerrero, is he the one that they had in the fucking gobbledygooker suit? Oh, maybe. I'm almost sure of that, but I'm not, I'm not a hundred. That's where I remember that name from, though. 1997. WCW Halloween Havoc was held at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. The show has the honor of having the Observer's best and worst match of the year on the card. The best match, Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero in that title versus mask. Oh, yeah. Match where uh, Rey's in that purple gear, like the Riddler gear. Yes. Looking really cool. Um the other match was the worst, which was Roddy Piper versus Hulk Hogan in a cage mm-hmm. in which Piper won via submission. But for some reason, I don't think the title was on the line, if I remember right. Some weird fuckery like that. Sure. 1998, Diamond Dallas Page defeats Bret Hart for the WCW United States heavyweight title 
in Phoenix, Arizona on WCW Monday Nitro. Uh, A couple other notes about this show. It opened with the world title match between Goldberg and DDP that happened the night before on Halloween Havoc. Oh, they replayed it because it went off the air early? Yes. they, They fucked up their time cues so bad that they were running a half an hour late and the cable companies already, you know, they already sold their pay-per-view time to something else, whether sure. it be a movie. I mean, who cares? Yeah. Um, so they cut it. They cut the feed, and all these people that paid for Halloween Havoc missed the main event. Do you think it could be sold to the replay? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Remember it used to just do that? It just would play off, you know, if you run it on pay-per-view. That'd be funny. I mean, yeah. That'd be a shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're watching the replay, and you just get the first the first bit of it. It's just the title match. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Or, or or just cuts off, and you're like, eh. but then yeah, the next part is like you paid for two slots, yeah. but you only get up to this time, so it's just we're just going to start over. Um, <laughs> how could you be that far off? Like I, I don't know. Um, this yeah, so that was like the make good to the fans or whatever. This is also the last time WCW ever beat Raw in the ratings. Mm. The 83rd week. No, <laughs> no. because they've been flip-flopping. Okay. 83 weeks is a long time ago. Uh, so they, that, that's only in a row, the 83 weeks? Correct. And then after that, they, they jump back and forth. You don't okay. ever hear about 125 consecutive weeks that WWF beat WCW until the company was purchased by Vince McMahon. Right, right. And that's what it was. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you heard through the grapevine that Nitro was going to air the world title match from the pay-per-view the night before. That's how you win a rating. Oh, for sure. You know, I'd have flipped over for that. (laughs) Yeah. 1999, Davey Boy Smith defeats D'Lo Brown for the European heavyweight title in Springfield, Massachusetts Mm. at a SmackDown taping. So funny to me that a year from now, we're going to have SmackDown, you know, because I'm talking a year from where we are in the the retro retro stuff. Yeah, the retro review. We're going to have SmackDown, British Bulldogs going to be back, winning titles. Just It seems like how can we get from point A to point B in that short of time? They move quick. They do. 2001 World Wrestling All-Stars Inception pay-per-view was held at the Superdome in Sydney, Australia. Remember we were talking about Australia getting all these super cards and stuff? Last week. So amongst other matches, a tournament was held to crown the promotion's first champion, and Jeff Jarrett defeated Road Dog in a steel cage in the finals. Okay, that's the one I was thinking of from last week. So funny, right? Like <laughs> yes. I was like, is this deja vu? But I looked into it. It's two separate events. I think they did a tour, though. Well, it was two different years. Oh, it was? Okay. <laughs> so this is the one I'm thinking of. Probably. That's when they do the tour because I remember the card and him talking about the road dog and the cage. And that's the one with, um, is it Nathan Jones? I couldn't no. think of his name. God, fuck. Right. I really didn't we think had a week to gonna... think about it. I, I know. It's going to come back up. It is Deja Na- It is Nathan Jones. I think so, right? I think so. Okay. We'll go with that. 2002, WWE held their UK only pay per view. Rebellion at the Evening News Arena in Manchester, England. The show wouldn't air in the United States until January 16th. A couple results from that one. Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit defeated Los Guerreros to retain the tag titles. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman defeated Edge in a handicap match to retain the WWE Championship. Nice. 2002, CM Punk defeats M-Dog 20 to win his third IWA Mid-South heavyweight title in Clarksville, Indiana. 
M Dog Twenty, Matt, Matt Cross. Cross. You're right. Oh, yeah. Son He's of seen, Havoc. Seeing him Friday night. Is he confirmed? He's confirmed. Fuck yeah. He's always you know, you pretty much expect to see Matt Cross at a Mondo Lucha show. He's somewhere else right now. I, I just seen his like Instagram. He was like, Oh, doing this, then I gotta fly to Milwaukee Thursday night, show Friday, then I fly down to wherever. And I'm like, All right, yeah. there we go. Love that. Love that. Uh two thousand eight WWE prevents presented Cyber Sunday from the U.S. Airways Center in Phoenix, Arizona. Batista defeated Chris Jericho to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Undertaker defeated Big Show in a last man standing match. And Honky Tonk Man defeated IC Champion Santino. Wow. Uh, by disqualification. But this was one of those like fans vote things for Cyber Sunday. Right. I think it's great that they put Honky Tonk Man in the, in in the, the pole, yes. and he won it. Hey, Wayne, pack your bags. Pack the jumpsuit, Wayne. <laughs> we're going to need you down in uh, We're gonna need you in Phoenix. Yes, we have vodka. Just get up here. 2011 at an impact taping from where else? Orlando, Florida. Bobby Roode defeated James Storm for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. And last one I got, 2014. WWE presented Hell in a Cell from the American Airlines Arena in Dallas, Texas. Uh, Dolph Ziggler defeated Cesaro two to nothing in a best two out of three falls match. Oh, yeah, that's right. Love to see that kind of shit happen, though. Switches, yeah, it catches you off guard. John Cena defeated Randy Orton in a Hell in a Cell match, as did Seth Rollins over Dean Ambrose. Ah, RIP to the Hell in a Cell pay per view, too, by the way. Oh, it's done? It's done, I like that it's done. Me too. Use Bring it, it back when you need yes, it. Yes, 100%. All right, birthdays. Damn it. I just realized that I put the birthday boys in here. I did not put their uh, ages <laughs> in my notes. Hmm. <laughs> well, we so can... you don't get to play the game, but we are going to wish these fellows a happy birthday. And I could take a stab, and we can always do a correction next week. Sure. I'm right or not. <clears throat> we can definitely do that. Taka Michinoku. It's a tough one. It is. Um, I'm going to say 59. No way, dude. No way. I'm thinking 98. <laughs> Pull out your phone. 20. This is right here. <laughs> Google up uh, Taka Mishinoku. It's going to be the first thing that comes up if you hit Taka. I guarantee it. Oh, it's already in my like. What'd you say? I said 57. No, you said 59. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be off by a decade. <laughs> yeah, I almost said 51. Is and he then 49? Like, what if he gets to the E? Yeah, 49. All right. Uh, next up, CM Punk. Punkster. Hmm. Let's go. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> Sullivan's 67. I don't know, but happy birthday to those gentlemen. <laughs> We're not going to get Phil Brooks's flowers on this show. Are you kidding me? It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. Sullivan with 73. Nice. Retro Raw, the 10-26-98 episode from the Cole Center in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, they make it sound like it's like this brand new facility. It did open that year, but it was in January of that year. So it's been around 11 months. Brand, well, brand new-ish. <clears throat> yeah. Um, 
Things start off with a brief recap of the events from last week. Um, <laughs> I forgot about I forgot about the fact that Steve Austin was in the ring with a gun and it said, "If you want to see McMahon's eyeballs shoot out the front of his head, give me a hell yeah!" And the whole bloodthirsty crowd gives him that. Yeah, they That's wanted fucked up. They dude. were fine if that was a real gun. They were totally. In fact, they were probably half bummed that it wasn't. Yeah, they're like, oh. He's not dead. Yeah. And then we see footage of Stone Cold Steve Austin arriving to the building earlier in the day. And we have Vince McMahon with his whole entourage coming out of the curtain. Bunch of lawyers. Uh, Vince says that against his volition, Stone Cold Steve Austin is in the building. And he says that Austin's to blame for all the pain and agony he has had to suffer from. Along with this crowd. Yeah, he holds every member personally responsible. And that's always the heat magnet. You know? Oh, it's yeah. It's like you, you're really attaching, like they get to feel like they're a part of the story For now. Sure. So. <laughs> What's know what wrong you, with you people? Yeah, you know what you chanted last week. <laughs> um, where, are your old, where are your values? Where were you in my time of need? He says. Yeah. I'll tell you where you were. You were chanting. They were fucking chanting. Holy shit. Um, says that he hurts all over, but what hurts most are his feelings. McMahon confirms that the letter from last week was a legal document, but he has a battery of lawyers in tow that are ready to fight for Vince. And then Austin interrupts Vince on the Tron. We never get, uh, Vince was like going to warn Austin about something, but we never get what that was. Um, I don't know. They can, They just end up like pushing him back to the, through the curtain. Yeah. Doesn't he tell the attorneys he wants the document broken? Yeah, that's that's in like the next segment where okay. they're wheeling him through the hallways or whatever. Gotcha. Um, one of those attorneys is actually Vince's lawyer, Jerry McDevitt, that you've heard so much about. Yeah, and he was on uh, Dark Side of the Ring, too. Was he? Yeah, the first season, I think. You're probably right. Match number one, we got Steve Blackman versus X-Pac for the European Championship. Um, dude, X-Pac's so good. Very underrated. This is his prime, I feel like. I think so, as too. As far as popularity and and wrestling skill. I mean, I, after <clears throat> this much experience with being in both brands, he's in DX. He's yeah. He's pretty a lot hot right offer. now. Yeah. There was a brutal Irish whip. He took a brutal Irish whip into the turnbuckle into this one. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like, I've always thought that Bret Hart one where he runs uh, forward forward into it. Yes. It was always brutal. This was not that, but it he hit that thing so fucking hard and then went right to the ground. It was just, it looked brutal, dude. Uh, should be noted, yeah, before this match, we saw McMahon and his lawyers heading into a meeting. And that's when he's talking about, you know, he, I don't care. You wrote it. Break it. Uh, the bulk of this match is spent speculating on what is in that document. We did get a debut in the match. Steve Regal. What is it? The real man? He's a man. Man's man. Yeah, the real man's That's, man, Steve yeah. Regal. <laughs> <laughs> he came down. He attacked X-Pac, uh, who got the win by DQ. I guess Regal, being a Blackpool native, is a little upset that this punk kid's got the European championship. Makes sense. I kind of like that. It, it's... It, at first, it made no sense. Why is he attacking X-Pac? But then, yeah, I think Jim Ross connected the dots for me. He's like, well, X-Pac's the European champion. I was yes. like, ding. There we go. After that, we see Vince in the room just berating his lawyers to break whatever document Austin showed him last week. Uh, we also see Michael Cole outside Stone Cold Steve Austin's personal dressing room. Mm. Maybe that's something he's got worked into the contract. Hope so. 
Match two, we got Draws with Legion of Doom versus The Rock. And uh, best part of this match was when Draws went for the shoulder tackle from the second rope. And Rocky just sidesteps it. And Draws just yeah. lands flat on his face. Did the old Samoa Joe move. Yeah, that's a... Not enough people just get out of the way of something. I just watched a compilation of Joe doing that. Yeah. It's like the best thing it's ever. It's the best. It is the fucking best. Uh, Rock then hits the rock bottom and the people's elbow for the win. Definitely a little dissension between Hawk and the other two. Yeah, and Hawk's still old. in the ring, and the other two guys are like walking off talking, and like they don't even notice he's still there, and he's like, well, this is kind of some bullshit. You know yeah. what I mean? He's doesn't look happy. Not at all. Next up, we get DX introducing Motley Crue for a little concert. Um, they're out in support of their greatest hit album that's dropping the next day. How about that shirt on Vince Neil? Mm. Remind me? It just said fucker. Did <laughs> and it? They had to put tape over like one of the letters. <laughs> <laughs> like you could have just like given the guy a like there's no there are no short supply of crass t shirts at the at the merch stand here yeah, at no WWE kidding. event. Let's Why, get a, let's get a suck it on you there, yeah, Vince. Yeah. Huh? No, that's not good enough. And mm. also they they do Wild Side, which I love that song. Good tune. But Vince is so blown up that he only sings like every three words, and I think he gets some of them wrong, and it's just not a good look. Yeah, well, cut to 30 years later, and he's still at it. Yeah. (laughs) Blowing up and forgetting the words. That is true. Match three, Kane versus Gangrel with Christian. Um, I guess this is the first match we've seen from Babyface Kane. Mm Mm-hmm. Since the old split ski from his brother. And I was pretty excited for this match. I just thought... You know, Kane comes down first, and they don't say who he's going to wrestle, and you hear the Brood's music, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got this some supernatural <laughs> brawl. Uh, but it wasn't that great. It really, it was okay. Kane won the match with a choke slam, and then fended off attacks from Christian. And then Edge shows up, but he too attacks Kane. And so I guess we got the Brood unofficially formed. Yeah, Edge today. joining the fray. I like that. Warzone kicks off. Stone Cold Steve Austin's heading to the ring. Uh, maybe we're going to find out a, more, uh, a little bit more about this contract that Steve gave to Vince. Austin says that last week, everything he said was true. He's like, I told you you weren't going to feel nothing, and you didn't. I told you I wasn't going to hurt you, and I didn't. <laughs> but I like the idea of him flipping the script on Vince, being because Vince is always like, if I say something, it happens. Right. And for Austin to be like, I said something, and it, it, happened. it happens. Maybe you should listen to me next time. Yeah. Or maybe not. He says, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I loved that. It's like put a little more doubt into Vince's mind. I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Stone Cold Steve Austin has a brand new contract. And in it, he says he's guaranteed one title shot. Vince interrupts, says that he and his doofus lawyers can't do much about him being employed. But now he's going to turn his attention to trying to make Austin quit. So he's going to switch up his tactics here, I guess. That starts tonight as Vince has brooked an I quit match pitting Steve against Ken Shamrock, the world's most dangerous man. Uh, Vince then references the contract and how it's driving a wedge. Vince must have, like, this is something that Vince would have hated any of his, like, later on in life as he's, like, in people's headsets and shit. Mm -hmm. Vince starts, like, going off the rails on something. I think he, like, missed a beat or something here. He's like, you're driving a wedge, Austin. And it's like, that. what are you talking about? And then we and see then, Sh- here comes the money. Yeah. <laughs> so Shane McMahon comes out. It's like, oh, yeah, I think he got ahead of yourself. Yeah, I think he did. I think he got ahead of himself. Shane McMahon enters the ring, and he says that uh, it was he that hired Austin back. 
And then after 28 years, he finally has Vince's attention. Cuts a little promo on Vince, just of which is that everything has always been about Vince. All Shane ever wanted was for his dad to be proud of him. But that will never happen, Dad. That's right. Says he was never good enough for him. Yep. Match number four. And that. So then Vince just uh, starts weeping and they they wheel him out of there. Oh, and then after that, it shows Shane walking out of the door. And it was like, what's his name? Uh, Smoking Joe or whatever, throwing like a... Uh, jersey to the kid. It yes. Was like, hey, kid. Mean Joe Green. <laughs> mean Joe Green. It was like that with the jersey. Smoking Joe. <laughs> mean Joe, smoking Joe. Smoking Joe Cutler, <laughs> Jay Cutler. <laughs> I hope that's not. Yeah, that's probably where I did get it. It is from. where you did. <laughs> yeah, I think Steve just tosses him a beer. Yeah. Hey, kid. Nice job out there. Yeah, tosses him a, a Steve Weiser for his troubles. I love that. <laughs> Thanks, Austin. Like, hits the door. <laughs> Tiger Ali Singh versus the Godfather's up next. Uh, this match fucking sucked, dude. Tiger Ali Singh sucks. Ends in a no contest when neither man listens to referee Tim White's instructions. Yeah, they just keep brawling, so the ref calls it. Match five, we got Kai and Tai versus Kurgan, Golga, and ICP making their official uh, debut. Whoop, whoop. Eight-man tag style. Um crazy how long the ICP have been on the road with these guys. It's been like more than two pay-per-views now. And they show up nearly every Raw. Yeah. It's that's, weird. And they actually, actually kind of held their own in the ring. Yeah, they do They do good enough, you know yeah, what I mean? I thought so too. They do. Then all of a sudden though, they start roughing up the referee and then that costs their team the match. Pisses off the oddities. Yeah, you don't want to piss off fucking Golga. Luna's yelling at him. Yeah, it's a, it's a mess. The oddities are a fucking mess, as you would expect. I did learn about why Luna shaved her head this week. Oh, I saw we'll it, too. To that later. Yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> Match six, Mark Merrill with Jacqueline versus Goldust. Lots of girl problems in this match, Adam, and that's not even including Miss Jackie, who's getting involved in whatever the referee has his back turned. JR and the King bring up Celebrity Deathmatch. Remember that shit? Hell yeah, dude. Let's get it on. (laughs) Say that uh, Austin versus McMahon's going down this Thursday on Celebrity Deathmatch. What a time. Hell yeah. Goldust plants a big wet kiss on Jacqueline and then hits the Shattered Dreams, which is just a kick to the dick, uh, to get the win. After the match, Sable lays out a challenge for the women's title at the Survivor Series. Match seven, we got the New Age Outlaws versus Al Snow and Mankind, and this is a tag title match. I liked the interview they did with Michael Cole before the match because they Me both too. have their like inanimate object. And they're like, Sacco? you're talking to a sock. You're talking to a fucking mannequin head. <laughs> yes. Socko and head should have a sitcom. <laughs> totally. <laughs> what was that show with the sock? Syphil and Ollie? Syphil and Ollie. Hell yeah. <laughs> Socko and Ned. Oh my and God. Hattie. Now I have to find that on the internet and watch that. It's, it's all celebrity deathmatch and Syphil and Ollie this <laughs> evening. <laughs> Throwback. Uh, this is kind of a weird match. All of them are good guys. You know what I mean? They're all fan favorites. True. But things do break down a bit between Al and Mick, you know, over their, uh, they don't, they just don't agree on each other with much. I don't know. They probably had the match one, but couldn't get on the same page. Yeah. They're fighting over their finishers. <laughs> <laughs> Road dog rolls up Al Snow for the win, but Mark Henry and D'Lo Brown hit the ring and beat the shit out of the outlaws. So that's probably setting something up for a future pay-per-view. If I had to guess. Match eight, this is the main event of the night. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Ken Shamrock in that I quit match. For some reason, uh, they make it seem like 
They make it seem like if Austin says I quit in this match, that he quits the World Wrestling Federation. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. like, wait, that's not how it happened. That's not right. how it works. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know. But the, the the Stooges are like, I guarantee you, Mr. McMahon, he will we'll take care of this Austin problem tonight. He's gonna quit tonight. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um it's this match is pretty much all shamrock until right up to the end. Uh, Patterson assaults the referee. Mankind comes out, attacks Ken Shamrock. Stone Cold Steve Austin also hits Ken Shamrock with a chair. And while he's out, the referee's kind of coming to. Austin has Ken Shamrock in a submission and then grabs Ken's arm and, like, taps Physically him. makes him tap. <laughs> Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so another, you know, another little creative finish there. I don't know. Steve delivers a round of stunners, and we are fucking done here, dude. Crowd yep. goes home happy. Takes out the Stooges and the Sarge. No extra attitude this week either. No EA. But we did have a couple signs of the time. Lawler fears Kaufman. Fuck yeah, dude. Timely, as far as we're concerned. McMahon, you're in trouble. Mmm. Pissy pants, McMahon. There's a lot of... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mc- they ate that shit up. The depend- there was a couple, like, <laughs> Depends ones, stuff like that. Hey, Al, how much for head? <laughs> bring the nature boy here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that said bring the nature boy home, but I was oh, like... Oh, maybe it was. I like here better. Like, bring the nature... Hey, can you bring the nature boy here? <laughs> Uh, squeal louder. I'm out. Do you smell what the road dog is smoking? Ah, that's good. <laughs> that's, that's my last one as well. Pretty good fun stuff, show. Though. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. as iconic as like the last. Dude, we've had four just yeah. like bangers in a row. Yeah, it was pretty epic the last month here. It had to taper off at some point, but it's <laughs> still fun. Next up, it's time to go into the dorkness. It's a news segment. It's the part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. Okay, we got quite a bit actually this week. It's kind of nice. Um, first off, Hastel Toys. It's like a local toy store. Um not around here. I don't know where they're located. I think East Coast. Okay. Uh, but anyways, they threw their hat into the old Hasbro style retro retro figure ring. <laughs> There's a lot of companies making these things now. It's like almost too many. Yep. And I and I wonder about quality on all of them. Like Chella started off not great. Like those Nick Aldis ones weren't the greatest. And then I think Ethan Page got a little better. Um. And I and I think. I think they've released a couple more, like the Blue Meanie. I think that looks pretty good. Zombie Sailor, obviously those are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but So who knows what these are going to look like, but I don't know. They announced um, Charles Wright is going to have the first figure in their line, and he's clearly doing the Godfather. He's oh, got yeah. like, the removable cane and shit. Oh, yeah. They can't call it the Godfather because WWE owns the rights to that name. Hence the Charles Wright. Smoke Train Charles Wright <laughs> is what it says Smoke on the Smoke Train. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. Um, but, you know, we'll wait and see what happens. And his line, his line is called Grapplers and Gimmicks. Okay. Which I like. Heels and faces, grapplers and gimmicks. Sure. Is it a, is it a direct dig at... I don't fucking know, dude. Kind of sounds like it. It does. Uh, anyway, speaking of zombie... 
We don't know anything, anything. No, no more details about that are known. It was a, uh, it was basically concept art, and I right. guess we'll see where it goes from there. Zombie Sailor, they have a pre-order date set for Heels and Faces Series Two. It's actually tomorrow, as you read this. Uh, they did do a, a pre-sale for the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast Group. They did thirteen percent off, dude. <clears throat> yeah, so that that brought the price down to right about thirty-five a figure. Mm-hmm. Did you get in any of that? Mm-hmm. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? What'd you get? Uh, it was, I'm going to get them all. No, I'm not going to get them all. I'll get a couple. Uh, No, I'm not. Gonna, you know what? I'll just get these guys that I like. And then it was like, oh, wait, that discount code. I'm yeah. going to get them all. Is that what you did? I, I pre-ordered them all. Nice. So it was, what was it? Uh, Andre? Kevin Sullivan, Nick Gage, King Kong Bundy, Raven, and Bruiser Brody. Mm-hmm. Um, so the rest of the general public, tomorrow, Thursday, October 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern. I did not jump in yet. It's just, it's been one of those weeks where everything's going to shit here with my water. Uh, <laughs> like my, There's just too much shit going on for me to be like, I'm going to pre-order these figures right now. So um, I did have like a, I forgot. Holding off for right now. Somebody had owed me some money, which is like right around the, the amount that it was. So Hell that, yeah. That's that, free that, money. I looked at it like that. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, well. Because eh. honestly, like. But I, that 13% was huge to me, dude. Well, yeah. Because I started doing the math. I'm like, no, I'm just going to get a couple of these guys. And I was like, wait, okay, that does. That puts it right about 35 a figure. I was like, and it's free shipping. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. I might keep them all men on card because I still haven't broken open those other ones. Yeah. And it, that was they look really cool. They I don't do. Know. I I mean I I want. I don't know. Part of me just wants like guys. We have a Hasbro Andre, so it's like I kind of don't want the Andre, but the Andre looks it great. Looks awesome. I give you that. It looks awesome. I almost didn't get the Bundy. I was like, I, I want know. the Nick Gage. Well, I want the Bundy. Yeah. We never got never, a Bundy, that, and that's what was my thought. Logic and the too. Raven looks fantastic. Yeah. And the Bruiser Brody looks fantastic. Yeah. And the Sullivan looks fantastic. Yeah, they all. And look then great. I watched the Tales from the Territories, and I'm like, I'm glad I got that. Yeah, no shit, huh? Damn it, buyers, not buyers remorse. Let's see, uh, FOMO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you never know, dude. Christmas is coming up, buddy. Well, no, it's also like these are going to go up for pre-order and be available for a little while. So it's like I don't have to make the 13% off thing, whatever. It would be nice, but it is what it and is. And look at the first line. They ended up selling them on the website after everybody Pro went through Wrestling their shit. Pro Wrestling is going to have these. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not worried about that. Right. Plus, you know, Pro Wrestling Tees, this is going to have to be one of those items that they can't put like a no coupon thing on these either. Mm. I would highly doubt it. So you, you'd probably be able to get 10% off every anywhere you've find them or that whatever. fucking coupon shit pisses me off <laughs> i don't think i've ever been able you know what the only time i've ever been able to use one is when i wear dork side of the ring shirts oh, and then it's smart. just really it's just money out of my own pocket <laughs> 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 it's ah, like instead, instead of uh seven dollars a shirt i got six <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about God that. Damn it. That's how they get you. That's how they get you, dude. I thought maybe if I went to the AEW shop for the sting. No. No coupons. No, I know. That's that's next up in the notes. The uh Sting Wolfpack Micro Brawler pre-order for 2 weeks started today, 19.99, free shipping, which is nice. That's cool. The uh the MJF Devil with the poker chip that ended today, so I hope you guys got in on that. Um, also the second bobble brawler went up for sale. The sting, we told you about it last week. Mm-hmm. I think, um, the run is only 360 and I believe the cost was 50 or 55 bucks. 
Um, there were less than a hundred last time I saw. Yeah. WWE shop. They got another signature series championship belt up for sale. It's the ultimate warrior, uh, winged Eagle design. It's pretty wild. Like the leather, it's the winged Eagle belt, but like the strap on the, the leather strap has like shades of like the warriors, uh, the shape of it's almost like the warrior face paint. Okay. It's, I don't know. It's wild, dude. If you're, if you're a warrior guy, I'm sure you'd love it. So we got to get it for swaggle is what you're telling me. Possibly. It's chock (laughs) full of destrucity, Adam. (laughs) Remember that word? (laughs) Nobody knows what the fuck it means. It came from warrior. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I, I trademarked that word. Yeah. And you're and I and if I'm going to come back and work for you, you need to say that word ten times every time I'm on TV. <laughs> yes. Oh, shitting on a guy while he's dead—that's what we do. WWE uh, Mattel Elite Squad had a little showcase uh, earlier in the week. Sam Roberts joined um, Johnny Gargano and Farouk. Mm, damn, and. They had Bradshaw like piped in via satellite or whatever too, um, because we got to see first first images of that Farouk Assad figure with, oh, the, with the helmet, the gladiator helmet, two helmets, shit. yeah, yeah, gray and blue. Yeah, he's like, damn, that's a, that's a nice figure. <laughs> no, but he was he was over the moon because they also showed that Legend sixteen Farouk, you know, the acolytes, and that's when they brought Bradshaw on. I'm trying to think if we actually saw anything that we didn't already know was coming. And I don't think we did, but they did have the um, the Mattel Creations. Uh, what do they call them? The Coliseum Collection. I think. Oh yeah, those? they look like the old LJNs. Yeah, they look just like the old LJNs, but they are um, LJNs. Sorry, but they are Ultimates. Were you saying LG? I think I said LG. LJN. Um, so they even have them. Even in the packaging, they're like posed the way they were on the card. Yeah. And the, the, the card style is similar to that. It's just awesome. It's such a great throwback. And you get the Funk. Terry Funk and the Hogan are the first two-pack. Um, it's the Hogan with the, the white shirt with the red Hulkamania. So this is like before he went red and yellow. It's like early, yeah. early 80s. Like the workout shirt, right? The yeah. yoked style. And if you turn around, you see the LJ and Hogan, how it, that belt that he's got on. They're redoing that belt, and that's the first time that Mattel's ever going to have that. Oh, that's cool. Which is very cool. And then Funk's got, like, the chaps and the fucking cattle prod. The red and, shirt and the cowboy hat. Yeah, it looks great, dude. I, I'm really excited for those. Um, November 11th at noon Eastern is when those go up for pre-order on Mattel Creations. And they didn't say how many they're doing. Um, I, I hate it when these things sell out and people that, that want them can't get them. I don't know why they don't do a... You know, like they did with that Cody Rhodes Ultimate. Like, just say, hey, we're going to open this up for a week. However many orders we get in that week, that's how many we're going to make. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, whereas, like, those that no-holds-barred two-pack that I wanted um, sold out, you know, instantly. And then scalpers are selling them for 150 or whatever. It just sucks. I so think, I think it makes the demand more if they say it's, you know, X amount, it makes people rush, but the, you're right. What ends up happening is the scalpers get them. Yeah. Essentially. And I, I mean? and I, I really do think you would sell more if you just said, Hey, it's going to be open for I a week. Wonder. I wonder. Yeah. I well, wonder too. Look, look at like the zombie sailor thing. You're like these things will be around, you know what I mean? But they say, Hey, you only got this many. You got to, you got to do it right now. You're never going to get it. I know. It's like, ah, oh, shit. They know how to, they pray on my wallet. Yeah, dude. They have entire marketing teams that they know what they're doing. You know what you're doing. Um, 
New arrivals. I have like fucking nothing. Oh, I have a Samoa Joe microbrawler that you gave me. Scoop my heat. <laughs> hey, I gave you credit. I uh, did get the pro wrestling crate. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. I haven't opened it yet. Well, I cut the plastic, but I haven't opened it. Okay. So the, the brawler was spoiled. Yeah, like somebody spoiled it for me too. Bit. I was like, eh. Um. So, I liked it. I thought it was a good. It was a good box. Where's the little card? I usually have a little card in here. And you said you haven't opened it. I haven't opened it. Look at it. these are perfectly folded shirts, Adam. Oh, mine are still perfectly folded from six months ago. So I could sell them to our boy Sting uh, and Ro- Sting and Robocop. <laughs> Who's our boy Dustin? Uh, Dustin. Yes. Uh, oh, that's fun. Isn't that a good one? That the, is a good shirt. The uh, Mankind Texas Chainsaw Massacre shirt. Yes, dude. In bright red. Did you get Chase? Frank, oh. no. Frankenhausen. What does the Chase look like? Let me see that one. Did you get a Chase? No, I don't ever get Chases, Matt. We've discussed this. Oh, Macho Man Randy Savage Brawler Ball. Now, I can be wrong, but I actually I thought, like these Brawler Balls. Um, I thought... I think the chase it might have, it's the same, uh, Stanhausen's face, but maybe all green. Okay, because I thought it was, I thought it, I thought the normal ones were were green and the chase was white, so I must just have it backwards. Or I have a chase and they didn't put a sticker on. Hey man, you didn't get the card in there. Insane clown posse pins. That's a cool pack. They actually look really good. Yeah, those actually look pretty good. Uh, comic book cryptic. Tales from the Cryptic Closet. It's like Abaddon or something. Oh, yeah. Abaddon. An Abaddon. And then an 8x10. Oh, you will never guess. No? <laughs> no? I don't think so. <laughs> Tyler Breeze. What? That was like the other month. I don't know. That's what I got. <laughs> you got a weird one. I got a weird one? Yeah, it was Warlord. Oh, shit. I want <laughs> Warlord. <laughs> What is going on? <laughs> that is strange. Someone break in here. In the, I, didn't, I think we got Hold Tyler Breeze last month, dude. One second. Man for one second. <laughs> I think someone's breaking into Matt's house late at night into the podcast studio. I have last week's crate right here. Last month's crate right here. Okay. I would like to see. I feel like last month was Tyler Breeze, but I could be wrong. Within the past couple of months. <laughs> dude, they screwed up. Well, feel- I'm sitting on two Prince Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that sucks. I would have much rather had Warlord. Who do I got to talk to? You know, I only read the um, card, so I haven't opened mine yet. It'd be funny if I open mine up and it's Tyler, it's Tyler Breeze. Breeze. Get the I trifecta. Mean, I mean, it would be funny, but not that funny. You're no. stuck with another Tyler Breeze auto. And then I was convinced. Overall, pretty good crate. Then I was confused. I was like, wait, I thought we were talking about Thunder Rosa, but that's an AEW crate. Yes. Gotcha. I'm still holding out for that. I dug the, oh, he didn't say the first t-shirt was a RoboCop and Sting. Yeah. Pretty fun. And then, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought it was a good crate. Not bad. Um, God, Danhausen has it went from a shitty micro brawler to like nine of them now. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Are you still looking for a Bradshaw, by the way? See, I am, but um, <laughs> this sounds terrible. Not looking to pay full price. That's why I ordered them on the Target That's app because right. it was like uh, fifteen ninety nine. There you go. I see them at our Target sitting there for twenty two bucks. I'm like, these are ga- like these are going to be peg warmers. Sure. These are going to go on clearance, and They'll I'll be fine. Down. So yeah. I'm not worried about it. Gotcha. 
Um, but yeah, pretty slow week in the uh, new arrival department. I can't believe we got a second Prince Pretty autographed. That's so funny. Not really. No, it's not. <laughs> Take a selfie of yourself. <laughs> With two of them? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, well, Tyler. Oh. Oh, Tyler. That's right. <laughs> that guy kind of got a raw deal. Like, his, his. He was, uh, uh, he was a. You know, a, a heavy hitter in, in the original NXT, at Fuck least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And he could go. He always yeah, like, he's a good dude, wrestler. Do you remember, like, the first NXT TakeOver who Tyler Breeze wrestled? Probably not. I, I could be wrong. I don't think I am, though. I am almost certain that he wrestled Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh, I think you're right. That is fucking I, bizarre. I forgot he was there for a little bit. Just like just a, the one just match. The match, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's nuts, dude. Good on you, Tyler. Good on you, Tyler. Oh, Tyler! Look, everybody, it's Tyler. <laughs> the wrestling stew is where we can discuss anything that has hit our wrestling radar since last week. Television, podcast, Twitter—all ingredients are welcome in the wrestling stew. I've never seen the fellow yet. When you got the thing properly applied that you couldn't uh, make his eyeballs bloodshot for maybe sometimes five or six weeks or so with the red beef. Well, I just got an email. They got a clearance section at Shop AEW. Bet you can't use your coupon there either. (laughs) (laughs) Do I at least get a free Powerbomb pizza if I order? (laughs) Only if available in your area. Yeah. If you don't get a woo wings, then uh, sorry about your damn luck. <laughs> well, we missed that, so we won't be talking about Ric Flair in Wisconsin. Yeah, dude. And also, Bret Hart. Yeah, why didn't we go to that? I don't know, but I got a text message from a guy in a fantasy football league that I'm in. I'm not sure if he listens to Mike, but he's like, hey, man, you have to show. And I was like, I am not. I wish I was. And he's like, I had to get one with the heart with Bret Hart, dude. And he sent me a picture of him. And nice. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Well, we like we were coming back from a baby shower up in Beaver Dam at like 4 o'clock. And I'm like scrolling. And I was like, f- I knew about that show. For some reason, I thought it was further down the road, mm. like time-wise. In December or something. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, fuck, why am I not going to the show that starts in two hours? Like, I could easily have made it. And Kendra's like, why don't you call Adam see if you can just go? And I was like, ah. What day of the week was it? It was Sunday. Oh, yeah. I was at Nate Bregazzi. What is that? Comedian. Oh, okay. Ashen won tickets. Uh, But yeah, I was like, dude, I can't believe. How does Bret Hart come to my mall? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And it With gets like by FTR me. And I the, must be slipping in my old age. Yeah. It was, it was, it was really, lethal in FTR or something. It was or very Dax strange for me not to be at that show. I felt I, very weird. I thought you had something against Bret Hart. I don't not, know. Dude, you know I don't. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. You know I love the hitman. I thought it was a Sunday He's the excellence thing. of execution. That's well, right. Sundays work good for me. True. That's when you're out, Wisconsin man. Death Trip's coming up uh, two Sundays from uh, this week. Oh, yeah. Loving that, That's dude. That's going to be awesome. Well, what do you want to talk about in the stew? Well, we don't have to talk about Dynamite. No, we talked about that last That's week, right. which was nice. Yeah. Uh, I still never watched that West Coast Pro match. Okay. Sorry. Uh, but Deathmatch Jake did send me a uh, recommendation for this week. So you want to just listen to it? or uh, Sure. Yeah. Titus Alexander is your new West Coast champion, by the way. Oh, West I Coast only Pro. recognize Titus O'Neil. Oorah, oorah, oorah. Hey guys, this is Pure Dad. Pure Dad. 
Thanks for tuning in to Door Side of the Ring podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Tellison, and this is your match recommendation for the day. Hello, everyone, and we're back with another match recommendation. Sorry we missed you last week, but we're back with the bangers. And, man, do we have quite the banger for you this time. As we're going to Royal Quest Night 1 with New Japan over in the U.K., as we're checking out the main event of Aussie Open versus FTR, and holy crap, grab a beer, sit down. It's a little bit of a watch, but you will not be disappointed. This is the best tag team match of all year that you will see. I promise you that. You can check it out on New Japan World. If you don't have it, sign up for this match alone. You won't regret it. Can't wait to see what Matt Adam has to say about it. And check me out at Instagram at Dad. Can't argue with that. No. I love both those tag teams. And I bet you it's kick ass. Oh, you already saw I've it. I already watched it. <laughs> yes. You look too happy. Yes. It is long. It's probably like 40 something. Yeah, like your homework for the week yeah. is to name off the first <laughs> Intercontinental Wrestler Mets. <laughs> I know. No, it was awesome. Like, dude, I might go back. I watched, you know, it was that. That's another thing that I, was, I had on while I was doing some other stuff. I'm, I might a, go back and watch it. How old is it? Only a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's very recent. Very, very recent. Um, what else did you watch? Smackdown. Bray Wyatt. I didn't watch it. Okay. But go ahead. What do we got? He was still kind of doing the... Like, did you see the first promo yeah, thing? Yeah, and what irritated me, I had to, like, really seek that out because for some reason when I... I like, we have Hulu Live. It offers, like, a DVD function um, where you, like, you know, you, you basically click on things you like, and then it records them for you every time. Mm-hmm. Um, the date was right. Oh, yeah, and it was last and week. And it was the week before. Yeah, that happened, that happened to me, to you too. too. Yes, it was driving me so crazy. So I caught. pissed me off. I had, to, I had to, like, search it out on the internet. I caught, that. like, the first half and then the end or something. And then I'm like, well, I'll just catch the middle or maybe yeah, something like that. And yeah, and I went back and I'm like, it says that's the dude. But it's clearly the week before. Yes. Yeah, so you know, I'm not whistling came Dixie out here. And yeah. stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Um, it was cool. That Uncle Howdy guy. So there's a, there's like a mask. The mask is apparently named Uncle Howdy. Yes. And okay. it will come on the screen and like. Yell at him or talk yes. to him. I, I, so it, I saw, I did see the first one that you're okay. So about. it was that similar again, but this time Brave is more like, oh, I even though you know I thanked everybody and stuff like on this journey, I'm going to do horrible, horrible things, and I'm not going <laughs> to feel sorry for them. Oh wow! And then somebody like slowed down the weird Uncle Howdy video and stuff, and they're doing QR codes. Still again. doing it, which I like that they didn't. Quit. This one was like a voicemail. Okay. Then there was like a psychological or a, a psychological evaluation report on Bray Wyatt. Oh, I saw it. A bunch of shits blacked yeah. out and stuff. Yeah. So and then some. So in that in one of the um, Uncle Howdy things or whatever, there's actually it showed like a dude with a mustache. So people are starting to say like Barry Windham, and I'm like, well, Windham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it's weird. I I don't know. I've heard I've heard a theory that it's just going to be like Bray has multiple personalities. Yeah, I've heard you know, like there's something they've trademarked something called the Wyndham Six or something Wyatt like Six. Wyatt Six. Yep. And um yeah, at first they thought, well, that's the new faction. There's gonna be six people in the faction. Yeah, and I was hearing all sorts of names for that too. Yeah, and then I heard, well, 
Yeah, I even heard like, well, people's Twitter went dark and shit. But it was like Seth Rollins. Like, There's no way Seth Rollins is to live Morgan. Yeah. So I don't know. Joe I, I always like the shit though. Me too. Hey you know. man, keeps us talking. Um, so it, not not a whole lot on that front, but it, it was it was fine. It was an alright show. Sammy and um, uh, Jay had orders not to engage with Logan Paul. Okay. Um, Jay ends up doing that. Doesn't end well. Like so, it that was really good dynamics. Jay and shit. keeps going against the grain. No, hold on. <laughs> like Sammy, always, always like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. But Jay, you should do this. Yeah, I just love the whole that whole the shit. dynamic. They straight. ended up um kind of like coming together and helping each other out though. So it's just fucking good shit with Sammy. And well, he's an honorary ooze. Oh, I know. I well expect away. nothing less. You're just an honorary ooze, ooze. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did catch. Uh, I caught I caught Raw this week. It was fine. There was nothing like crazy good, but oh yeah, it was like um, I love oh, the, the return of uh, Nikki Cross. Yeah, that's right. Yep, um, I loved the you know, <laughs> I loved Anderson getting whacked in the balls by Rhea Ripley, and then he's in the back like ice in his nuts, <laughs> yeah. and Gallows like I got no, pro- I'm good with dealing with women or whatever, and he leaves, and then she racks his and he comes. <laughs> He's like, great. we got a Rhea Ripley problem. <laughs> Ice in his nuts. Too. She body slammed yeah. the gallows. Yeah, that was fun. I, I like, like uh, yeah, me too. Did you see that the uh, president of New Japan put out a, like a statement? Just today. He's yeah. like, yeah, Anderson's got to either defend or, or uh, what is it, revoke the title or whatever. Yeah, surrender the title to New Japan for wrestling immediately. I was like, oh, shit. Or defend it, right? He's still, yeah. uh, still off. That's still on the table. Geographically, you can't do that. We don't. How? What is it? From Saudi Saudi to Japan? Yeah. What's it? Is it like three hours in a plane? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know a fucking Middle Eastern time zone math, dude. Plus, what if it's one of those things where you're like you're going back in time when you're flying that way or something? True. Yeah, but remember they had some issues getting off that tarmac last time. (laughs) Yeah. You think you can just be like, no? There's going to be another guy flying in. They call him machine gun. I mean, uh. (laughs) Carl. His name's Carl. <laughs> no one's going anywhere. Forget I said anything about machine gun. <laughs> so that'd be interesting how that plays out. But I do like the Good Brothers back in in the WWE. I would love it if this is whole. This whole thing's a storyline, and uh, fucking they're working together. They're working together, and like all it. of a sudden, uh, Minoru Suzuki shows up unannounced at fucking raw or something and comes trying to get that oh, title or something be hickaleo or what's his name hickaloo hickaleo hickaleo that's that's who that's who he's supposed to fight i know but i'm just saying if new japan like sends somebody to come get that's it. who you would send you're yeah, right yeah you know <laughs> no 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 you yeah. would yeah you'd send minoru yeah <laughs> if you mean business or ishii or yes something, you know? yes like, those two but yeah that would be great if you like why yeah, not well how about those two to, to combat Fuck gallows that. and anderson that'd be so fun Badass, dude. Uh, Minoru, you ever been to Saudi Arabia? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, get on the plane. Pack your bags, kid. That's right. Um, I did watch that NXT Halloween Havoc. I heard good things. It was people were yeah. saying it was a pretty good show. Well, it's the, it's I heard the, the whole triple threat was pretty good. Triple threat was really good. Nice. Um, there's that. His name's JD McDonough. Yeah, that's a guy I don't know. Well, you do though, okay? Because He's been in the company for years. He was one of the 205 guys, uh, but his name was Jordan Devlin. 
Okay, that sounds more familiar. Yeah, and if you see him, you're like, I know that fucking guy, and he's wait. Really he was good. in the three way. You're talking about something else. No, he was in the three way. He was. He was in the three way. It was him, Braun Breaker, and Dra- Ilya Dragunov. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the only guy I didn't recognize for the for the name. Yeah, the name. I was like, who the hell is that guy too with the name? But then when I saw him, I was like, yes, that's who it. Okay. Look up Jordan Devlin. And you'll be like, oh, yeah. I think he even had a pro- – no, I'm thinking of Noam Dara. I was going to say had a program uh, with Alicia Fox. But, no, you would you would recognize this Jordan Devlin guy. He was in NXT UK for a while. I don't know how – you know, but I, I really do think you would recognize him. Um, they did a spin-the-wheel-make-the-deal match, which ended up being a casket match between um, Apollo Crews and another guy. I don't really – they're still – you know, they still have the issue for me of not knowing all these guys. It's got longer hair now. Yep, I remember. Uh, I, now I know who it is. Yes. Yep. Um, uh, Grayson Waller. Yep. He wrestled Apollo Crews in a casket match. It was It was fine. They did a, cin- a cinematic match, which I think – It was? I, no I think well, – not the casket match. Oh, okay. The cinematic match was for the women's title. Uh, Mandy Rose versus Alba Fire. Remember, we're like, I don't know who the fuck Alba Fire is, Mm-mm. but you know who Kaylee Ray is. Mm-hmm. That's her. Really? Yeah, dude. They changed a bunch of people's That's names. Weird. Like when they, yeah. When they went to 2.0. I guess. Must be. Or when like NXT UK dissolved or whatever. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, she was Kaylee Ray forever. You know that she's like skinny redhead uh, Scottish chick. Yep. And so that that's who Alba Fire is. Okay. Um, and yeah, they did this thing where like toxic attractions, like, no, we're going to go, we're going to beat her ass and then bring her to the ring and pin her or whatever. And they drive to like some fucking fun house shit, you know, it's, <laughs> it's Gigi Dolan. yeah, like you can get away with it here. Sure. You know, I was fine with it. Um, and ends up, you know, later on in the match, they are actually, or later on, they actually, they pulled, they do the same card where. It ends on like a cliffhanger with like Alba throwing Mandy Rose in the car or whatever. Mm. And then like an hour and a half later, that wait, that car looks familiar. It's pulling into full sail. Right. Know, what are they doing here? Alba yes. fire, yeah. So they actually ended up with a pretty decent match even in the ring. Uh, Mandy Rose retained. That's a year she's held that title. She won it at Halloween Havoc last year. Wow. It's nuts, right? I didn't realize that. Yeah, dude. Um, what else was there? There was an ambulance match. Oh, Roxanne Perez, who was Roxy in Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. uh, wrestled Cora Jade. They had been like best friends. In a, they held tag team gold. And then like Cora Jade turned heel and like threw her belt in the garbage can. Oh, wow. This is like months ago. Okay. Um, and then this feud has started up between those two. And they, it got pretty wild. It was a weapons match. Um, Nothing too crazy, but, like, the finish was pretty cool. Um, Cora Jade's like, you were never my best friend or whatever, and there's a pile of steel chairs in the ring. All right. And, like, Rox, or whatever her name, Roxanne Perez, you know, counters whatever, and she's like, you were always my best friend, and then hits a Canadian destroyer on the pile pile of chairs. Hell yeah. (laughs) It's pretty dope. That's good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um what else? Yeah, triple threat, pretty good. Yeah, I you know those NXT shows are are always pretty good. the The roadblock is always like I don't know these guys. Like there was two guys, you know, from Diamond Mine or whatever that were duking it out. I'm like I don't know either one of these guys. And was uh, what's his face out there still? Roger? No, but they brought him up a lot. I think he's just injured. Okay. Um, they haven't written him off or anything, but um, something the Creed Brothers or something. Garrison Creed. Did I already say that I, name? I don't know. No, I know the Creed brothers. 
I like them when they first started. I don't yeah, I don't know. Who knows? But no, overall, I thought it was a pretty good show, and uh, Shotzi Blackheart was the host. Again. Which, which, how can you not have her as the yeah. host, which is awesome. A lot of howling. Oh, dude, last night on NXT, the fucking Rocks. Do-, do you know that Schism group led by Joe Gacy? Yeah. And there's like three, there's two other guys, and then there's been this, they've had this thread going where there's like a person in the audience wearing a red hoodie and a yellow mask. I thought it was going to be the kid from Flatliners. <clears throat> Jeez, that's, no one's going to get that <laughs> yeah. reference. That's a Kiefer Sutherland 1984 <laughs> reference, but whatever. Probably um, nine, yeah, 89. Yeah. Son of, um, <laughs> yeah, I did see that, and I went... I don't know who that is. And I'm like, oh, what do you, what do you, and then I did read that it was The Rock's daughter. Yeah. Like, so me cool. and uh, Kendra are watching it. And I'm like, it's one of those things I'm like, kind of slogging through the NXT. I'm like, I got to see it because they teased it yeah. on the, pe- on the like, page. I just want to know. We're going to have this member uh, revealed on, on Tuesday or whatever. I like the smiley face. Yeah, logo I do too. too. It reminds me of Watchmen. Yeah. The whole dude, the whole gimmick is pretty good. The whole name of the group being Schism, I don't know what it even means. I'm sure. It, I'm sure it's fine if you know the meaning of the word, but mm-hmm. I just think it sounds terrible. The schism. The schism. I don't know. It just sounds dumb. What happened at the doctor? Was it a pulled muscle? <laughs> he just said it was a schism. He said it was a schism. I, gotta, I just got to work it out. I got to lance it. <laughs> I got to lance it. <laughs> um, we'll be fine. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so she takes the mask off or whatever. And actually, for the weeks that I've seen this individual in the audience, mm-hmm. I expected it to be a dude. Okay. You know what I mean? There was never an indication that it was a female until last night when she's standing there. And I'm like, oh, she's clearly wearing a skirt. I mean, those are like chick legs. Mm. Um, so I'm like, oh, I think it's a gal. And then she takes the thing off and I'm like, God, she looks a little familiar. And I said to Kendra, I go, I think that's like Eddie Guerrero's daughter or something. There you go. And then I looked it up. I was like, no, it's fucking Rock's daughter. And she's <laughs> like, damn, I see it now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, NXT's, you know, it's working in the right direction. It's not like where that. it was, but it's better than where it used to be. Uh, Tales from the Territories. Yes, Florida. Yeah. The, that uh, was a, the Uber driver a few years ago. Championship wrestling Ta- from Florida. Yeah, telling me all about it. Billy Graham. Yep. That was, I like Eddie Graham. Eddie Graham. Billy Graham's Graham. the te- televangical. Oh, I'm all mixed up. Well, you got your Grams all mixed Smoking up. Smoking Joe Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking Joe Green. <laughs> that should be our uh, create a wrestler. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, it was fun, dude. I, the round table: Gerald Briscoe, Kevin Sullivan, Brian Blair, Bob Roop, and Steve Kern. Who uh, I mean, the honest, Skinner. The Skinner. That's what I know him as. Me too. <laughs> I was like, I just saw him wrestle Owen Hart in WrestleMania eight. Yeah. I just finished watching WrestleMania eight. I don't see uh, chewing tobacco all over his yeah. face, so I didn't recognize. I didn't him. recognize him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the stories. They're they're a good shit. Um, the Sullivan thing with how we talked about earlier about they brought Luna in. Yeah, the Army of Darkness. The Army of Darkness. That was fun. I like how he's like we lived it fucking twenty four seven in the supermarkets and shit. <laughs> yeah. They're all painted up and looking People weird. Freaked out. Um, what was a couple of the good stuff? Well, we heard the, uh, the Matt, uh, what's his name? Matt Suda snapping Hulk Hogan's ankle. Yes. But he said it was never broken. And Hogan's always said, oh, broke my leg. Of course, Terry. Well, they said that, like, we heard it pop. So what, what, what is it? I think he said, but it wasn't officially broken. So something, a ligament might've popped or something. I don't know. Tomato, tomato, dude. Like you got the guy in the ring and you. Well, cause they said they saw him training like the next 
like a couple days later or whatever. He came back a couple days later. And yeah, did. but then they sent him back because they wanted him to like be fully healed or something. I don't know. I'm not going to call bullshit on him because they did fuck him up. Like, yeah, they did fuck him up. And they, they're like, that's what we did. Because yeah. all these people would come in here and you didn't want to expose your business. Yeah, so you couldn't, you couldn't just stretch him and have him not come back. You had to like... That was like the territory. You had to hurt him. Yeah, that was like the territory theme. You know, yeah. they had that thing in Memphis too. Where like, you want to beat him up, Jimmy? <laughs> no, <Nah>, I'm good. <laughs> you guys can or whatever. Because you got to protect the yeah the business. Kayfabe. Kayfabe. Kayfabe, bro. Um, the else? plane. Oh my god. Uh, what's his name? It was Eddie Graham. Eddie Graham. They're like, he was sober until he wasn't sober. <laughs> the one guy's like, your dad, I was there with your dad or whatever. You know, it's like, holy shit. He flies into Disney World's fireworks, fireworks show and then says, tells uh, Kearns, Steve Kern in the back, right? He's, yeah. Just like your dad and Nam. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. He, his dad and Nam was in a prison camp for, for seven and a half for years. For seven years, they made a story out of it. And then they did an angle. Yes. That was crazy, dude. That was an entertaining one. It was like, holy shit. And then he said when they, when they uh, landed, all the cops are right there because they never called the tower or anything. Yeah, when they landed and they landed the wrong way on a runway that another plane was getting ready to take off <laughs> yes, and they had to so like he, bail into the grass. Yes, he swerved into the grass and then they didn't put the step, so he fell out and then just acted like he was like, where am I? Yeah. Last thing I remember, I was getting hit by a chair in Tampa yeah. or, so, or somewhere. Against Bob Roop or something. Where's <laughs> yeah. Bob Roop? Yeah. And they're like, easy. Easy, Eddie. <laughs> like, yeah, they just like played it off as he got his bell rung or whatever. Like, right, he became a victim all of a sudden. Yeah, they're helping him. That's just wild, dude. Makes you think, you know, how much was exaggerated or sure. and stuff. But I, oh yeah, it. I bet you, you know, not, uh, you know, not not a terrible amount. No, you know what I it's mean. It's all a little embellished, sure. but not crazy. I liked it. Uh, and then you you uh, hinted at it earlier, but yeah, with the with the Army of Darkness stuff. Oh, yeah, and they brought Luna in. Yeah, and that's when they shaved half of her head, and then she just kind of she kept stuck it. on that look. Yeah. That's awesome. Draw, draw the veins on it in the later years and stuff, but she look, it looks so weird with that like time period and that, that hair that they had back then. And like she gets knocked off like the ring apron, and you can see the full head of hair, and then the shave side. Yeah. How like crazy that looked, and I'm like, that's gnarly, man. Yeah, that's something you know. Nowadays, you see shaved head on women. It's nothing. You know, a lot of them do. Like my wife does, like a little bit of an undershave yeah. thing, and yeah, but that thing was and to the skin on yes. one side in the in the early '80s. Yes, that that '80s hairstyle is that was cool. I liked it. I dug it too, man. I thought that was that was very fun. Um. What is it next week? Oh, Stampede. Stampede. They got Bret Hart and Abdul the Butcher. Yes. And I forget who else is at the round table. Also, what they they were touting that that touted out, pal, that that uh, McMahon documentary was going to come out on the like last week. Remember, it's like I read an article on the show that said that it was going to be going up against because right. Dynamite was preempted and it was going to go up against Senate, and then nothing. Well, now, did that happen after did they announced that even with all the McMahon stepping down? Yeah, I read it like the week before. Mm. Maybe like the two weeks ago. Maybe the investors or somebody went. Eh, pull it. I don't know. It's weird. Maybe they Kanye me them. off. <laughs> maybe Adidas. Jesus, what the hell's going on over there? 
We can't get into that. This is a no. This is a wrestling show. This is a respectable show. <laughs> is, we're not going to dirty this thing up with that. Ah, anyways, what uh, on the radar? We got uh, Mondo Lucha this Friday this night. Friday. That's going to be fun. Can't wait for that. A um, little bit later um, down the road, we have this ACW show at Tanner's. Then we got that uh, GCW. Oh, high five, Tom. Asked if we still had those tickets to GCW if you want to move one of them. I don't know yeah, how that, you feel about that. But. I, I guess I'd take one over nothing. And I, I told him, we, yeah, we owe him a podcast too. Yeah, we might, and we might find somebody else to use that other one. So yeah. who knows? And then also then on November 26th. Yes, JWA Thanksgiving right. Throwdown. That's going to be a good one at the Celtic House at the Glen Aaron Golf Course here in Janesville, Wisconsin. That's going to be fun. Um, anything else, Adam? No, sir. Survey right. says another one for the good guys. We'll see you next week. Oh, I wanted to get in the Nash. Oh, about that. Holy shit, I can't believe he did a podcast. And it actually was pretty good. I thought it was going to be a best of for sure. Oh, yeah. I can't believe he did like you was there. Bigger than wrestling. Bigger than the Beatles. Bigger than breast implants. Bigger than guns. Bigger than cigarettes. Oh, I thought it was good Keep seeing the ones for a line energy, that Sunday stunner show or whatever. AEW?